Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 13 is where we find ourselves with breaking news this morning. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. We're so glad you're here this morning. And what do you guys think of the Locke family? That was the sweetest thing. Oh my gosh. My, my son said to me in the back, he's like, how can every member of their family sing like that? You know, I don't think it was a complaint. I think it was... Anyway, turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 13. I feel like there should be some sort of... No, I got a text message from one of my friends, and he says, rest in peace, buddy. And it had a link, and then somebody else said, are you okay? And another link, and I was like, what's going on? And, and so I, I clicked on it, and it took me to this site where Mad Mike Hughes got into a rocket and launched himself into space to prove that the earth was flat. <laughs> and sadly, his parachute didn't deploy, and so... Mad Mike Hughes passed away. And so I get these text messages. I'm like, oh my gosh, you don't ever want to be front page news like that, do you? That's not a good thing. You know, and, and yet in, in our life, we've been, we've been in some of those situations where we've been front page news or on the evening news, not personally, but involved in those stories where there's an amber alert and, you know, everybody's looking for this, this kid who's been taken. It's crazy situation, like completely crazy. I mean, if, you, if I told you the story, you'd remember it. It's, it was so crazy. And then we get a phone call into the department and say, hey, will you take this girl? We've located her and will you take her? And like, yeah, you know. And you end up with this child who's like the center of this and trying to protect them from all this drama that's surrounding what's going on in their lives. And we've had that happen several times. In fact, one time, Shannon and I's names appeared in the New York Times related to a case that was a child that we'd had just for respite care. But sometimes you find yourselves in, in those situations. But in our text today, someone brings some breaking news to Jesus and he warns them be careful that you don't end up on the front page of the Jerusalem Times. And so, if you'll stand with me, Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13, verse 1 through 9 is where we're at as we continue through the Gospel of Luke and we find ourselves here. Luke records by the Holy Spirit. There were present at that season some who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 whom the Tower of Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse sinners than all the other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. He spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, Look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? 
But he answered him and, and said to him, Sir, let it be alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well, but if not, after that, you can cut it down. And Father, we thank you for, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this passage that is, is pertinent to our lives, Lord. And yet, how? I just pray that you would just make application, Lord, by your spirit to speak to us the things that you desire for us to know, the things that you desire us to pay attention to in our world that we live in now, and that you would just be glorified through this time as we study your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, in, in, Jesus, in chapter 12, Jesus warns us about a lot of things. You know, starting out with the, the hypocrisy, the, the leaven of the scribes and the Pharisees, and he moves on to covetousness. He moves on to those who would live a life for this life and not the next. And, and he, he warns us about the dangers of, of living a life of worry, a living of life for this life, or the greater cost of, of not following him rather than the costs of following him. There, there's a difference, right? And so we looked at that last time, but now in chapter 13, Jesus talks about repentance. And, and this is an interesting way to, as he, as he says all these things, it's kind of interesting as we unpack it to see what he's really saying here. And so in verse one, it says, there were present at that season, some who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. So these, G, these guys come to Jesus with some breaking news and they're talking about this situation where I guess some Galileans were killed and somehow maybe they were going to the temple. We don't really know. The story's not recorded. We don't have any copies of the Jerusalem Post still here today that we can go back and look. But, but the, their, their blood, they were killed and slaughtered and their blood somehow mingled with the, with the sacrifice blood that they were going to offer to the Lord. And, it's, and so as we look at this story, you know, it'd be a very disturbing thing for the Jews to, to know that, that something that was consecrated, dedicated to the Lord, like the blood of a sacrifice, would be mingled with human blood. Really an abomination to them. And, and this could be a trap, actually. This could be a trap as the Jews come to Jesus trying to catch him in a couple different ways. In, in one, if he were to say, you know, Pilate, that dirty rat, you know, then he could be in trouble by the Roman government. But then if he were to come to the defense, or excuse me, come against the, the Galileans rather than to the defense of them, you know, and either one could put him in trouble with either the Judeans if he came to their defense, or if he badmouthed these Galileans, then certainly his, his, his following, which was mostly Galileans, would maybe alienate him or be offended by that. And so they, they, maybe they thought they had him in a trap. Now, you have to feel bad for Pilate. You know, he was the governor of that region. You know, he was a horrible person for sure. It was a very difficult job that he had there. But he probably got posted there because he was in some sort of trouble or wasn't liked by somebody. Because nobody wanted to be the governor of Judea. The Jews played by different rules than everybody else. And because of that, and because they wouldn't go along with Rome's decrees and the sacrificing the things that they did there in Rome, because of that they had kind of a double standard for the Jews. They just kind of let them live how they lived and practice their own ways of worshiping and stuff like that. And so things were very volatile in that region. And Tiberius Caesar expected the governor to keep peace no matter what. Now, Pilate had a house in Caesarea where he stayed most of the time to, to stay away from the Jews. But he would come down to Jerusalem just during feast 
with a large you know, garrison of, of soldiers to kind of protect and keep order and to keep things from getting crazy during some of these feasts where a lot of people would travel to Jerusalem. And, and it seems that he hated the Jews. He, he definitely didn't respect their customs because some of the things that he did kind of showed either his cultural insensitivity to them or maybe his Roman patriotism. But the first thing that he did was that he took these giant golden shields with the image of Caesar on them and he hung them up in the temple. Now you can imagine for a group of people who would not you know, have any other image you know, of anybody, you know, not even God, they can't even make an image of God, having images set up around the temple. And the people rioted. They went to his house in Caesarea. They were chanting out. So it was kind of, you know, like we've seen in our country the last couple of years, you know, chanting and yelling and screaming and complaining. And so Tiberius actually got wind of it and he sent a, an urgent message through their mail system to Pilate and said, take them down. And so he got in trouble. <laughs> Another time he took the money from the temple and some people believe that because he was kind of in cahoots with the Sadducees, the, the ruling class of that day, that they let him have some money. But he took money from the temple to build an aqueduct into Jerusalem, and the Jews did not like that either. Well, of course, we know that Pilate was involved in the, in the death of Jesus. You know, he was the one who oversaw that case, tried to wash his hands of the incident, but ultimately delivered Jesus over to be crucified. And he was crucified, as the creeds say, under Pontius Pilate. And so he takes responsibility for that as well. But his downfall was actually something that happened just north of Judea in Samaria, where there was an uprising on the Mount of Gerasim. A group got there and they were protesting and he came in with Roman soldiers and killed a bunch of people. And that was finally the, the last straw where he was dismissed, where he was sent back to Rome to face Tiberius Caesar. And then on his way, Caesar died. And, and we don't know where Pilate went from there. We're not really sure. But a very difficult job that he had for sure. And Jesus answers this in verse 2. It says, And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered such things? Now, if Jesus would have let them answer this, they would have answered with an affirmative, Well, yeah. You know, God wouldn't allow that to happen if they weren't somehow sinners. You know, in the, in the temple, in the, in, the, in the middle of a sacrifice, that God would allow that. And that was really the attitude amongst the people. It's a prevailing attitude back then. It's a prevailing attitude today. Does God wipe people out? Yeah, he actually does sometimes, doesn't he? We see that with Nadab and Abihu in Leviticus chapter 10. And we also see it with Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 5. But I think in those situations, we, we kind of had the heads up. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.